News from the Bunker is brought to you by Tucker Survival. Hello and welcome to Tucker Survival's News from the Bunker. Well, let's see what's going on in California these days. Governor Newsom has said that the debate is over when it comes to climate change and the wildfires. He is thoroughly trying to convince everyone else, as he has obviously convinced himself, that climate change has everything to do with all of these fires burning across the western part of the United States. Even though they've already been catching people setting fires in California, Oregon, and Washington, so far they've caught four people. Of course, the mainstream media news is all over the fact that, oh no, these are not Antifa or Black Lives Matter people. They've really gone out of their way to try and disprove this, even though this is basically an ongoing investigation. So how do they know these things? How can they make these determinations while denouncing you know, anyone that says, well, maybe they are. They've been setting fires for, what, 100 days in Portland, trying to set courthouses on fire, setting businesses on fires. So the Black Lives Matter and Antifa groups are kind of known for liking to set fires. So all of a sudden, when you see, what, over 200 fires going across the Western United States, we have never seen anything like this. And you have groups of people that have been setting fires for over three months. You kind of put two and two together and not, you know, accusing anybody, but, you know, maybe suspecting that there might be a connection here. So time will tell as uh, they continue to investigate. And I suspect there will be more arrests made. Uh, even though they're saying there's 12,000 lightning strikes. Well, that happens every year in California. Not every lightning strike creates a fire. So, and it is August when this started. Typically, you know, it's not really the fire strike or lightning strike season. You know, not that there weren't those strikes going on, but it just seems a little suspicious when you see fires as far away as Idaho, New Mexico, Arizona, all having these same issues. And if it was truly climate change and maybe the heat, You'd think Death Valley would have been on fire, you know, a few weeks ago when it set a world record of 130 degrees. It takes a lot more than that for fires to spontaneously combust. So as we continue to watch this develop, entire towns have been just burned out in Oregon. You know, millions of acres have been ravaged. People have died, lost everything that they have. And, you know, we're starting to see some arrests now. It would not surprise me if we see more and more of these arrests taking place and uh, proving that the climate change theory is just uh, not going to hold any water. Now, as we look ahead to what is coming, we've been involved in this lockdown for, what, six, seven months now? Starting to lose count. And we're watching everything go just go haywire and the absolute insanity taking place. So you've got to wonder what lies ahead in this road that we are now walking down. Well, I'm telling you right now, you need to be mentally prepared, mind, body, and spirit as well for the battle ahead. You need to be preparing your body by getting in better shape, by eating right, strengthening your immune system, which means getting good sleep, which cuts down on your anxiety levels, preparing 
getting food and putting it away, planting gardens, having some chickens, networking with uh, people in your neighborhood, fans, um, friends, family, things of this nature to build your a network of support. These things all work towards keeping your mind healthy, which affects your spirit, keeps your spirits up. And you have to get all of these things, much like building a fire. You need the triangle. You know, you need the mind, body, and spirit to have a whole human experience. And this is what's really coming out of this now as people are finding themselves just in this ever never-ending lockdown. That they're really being forced to start to be more self-sufficient. So they don't have to go to the store. So they don't have to go out and people. I know I rarely go out anymore. And when I do, I know why I don't anymore. I mean, to have to go into these stores and you see all the rules and they want you to wear a mask, you know, I mean, it's just insanity. You know, and this, that's going to cause anxiety. You know, it's going to cause depression, fear, you know, but when you can grow your own stuff and take care of your own things and have your own supplies and network with people and you help each other, you alleviate that. And the cool thing is you start to uncouple yourself from the matrix of our daily lives now. And when you no longer need the government and all of it has to offer or what these stores have to offer, you begin to gain some freedom back. And all of a sudden, they become less relevant in your life. And over a large scale, that can really make some massive changes. I mean, you see that with the post office. People are not sending as many letters, so it's been very difficult for them to keep up in a very changing world. And we can do that with our own government. You know, they want us to be reliant on them. You know, that's why we're seeing all the things that they're doing that really make no sense unless you are looking at it from the eye of getting people reliant on your system. And then it makes perfect sense. The wearing of masks. What a great way to break people's spirit. So when you really look at what's going on, we're being attacked in our mind, body, and spirit. You know, the food supply is collapsing on purpose. You can see that when they go out and they test the farm workers. Oh, we're going to have to close the farm down. Well, you know, you got to harvest. You have a, a very finite period of time to do that harvest. And now the crops are rotting in the field. So now they're attacking our body. The wearing of masks, that's attacking our mind. You put those two together and now it's attacking our spirits. So this really is a, a battle. There's no other way to look at it. And... There's still people that don't see it. They're still waiting to go back to normal, even though they're telling you, you know, we're not going back to that. So you better start planning ahead. When we see things that we truly do not understand, you better plan for the worst, hope for the best. You know, the worst case scenario, then you're prepared to handle it in the best way that you can. Best case scenario, you're fully prepared. So that's not a bad thing either. And you know, the side benefit is you prove to yourself that you could pull it together, you know, and get yourself physically fit, mentally fit, spiritually fit. So it's not a bad thing. I'm always looking for the silver lining. I'm always that eternal optimist, but I am a realist. And I think one of the big silver linings in all this is people are starting to get self-sufficient and start thinking about ways to take care of themselves. And speaking of being self-sufficient, that's exactly what's starting to happen now across America and around the world as people are growing quite weary from this lockdown, starting to see those shortages get a little more prominent. They're starting to get into farming, 
getting their chickens in order. These are things I've discussed in past episodes, and it's just getting more and more prevalent across this country as people are finally starting to wake up that the government can't take care of you. You know, these systems can't take care of you. So you better start taking care of yourself. And that truly is, like I said earlier, the silver lining in all of this. Hopefully one of many silver linings. Because the more we can become self-sufficient, the more we don't need these government agencies. We don't have to wait around for them. We don't have to get into their food lines. We don't have to do the things that they ask us to do that make no sense. So if you don't want to wear the mask, you don't need to go out because you're self-sufficient. You can order things online. You can grow things. There's no need to go out. Unfortunately, you know, businesses are going to collapse from this. But as business owners, you've got to start to look at what's, what's going on. This is part of business. And when you see that changing climate, you've got to figure out ways to stay relevant, you know, and maybe getting into more of an online business when you were used to just people coming into your business, even restaurants. You know, Denny's has been doing that for quite a few months now. You can call them up and make a grocery order. So that's thinking outside that box, still using their system to distribute food, which is basically what they've always done. Instead of going in and ordering and eating there, you're just going to order the, the ingredients and make it yourself. And then maybe order something that they make for you as well and pick it up on the way. So these are the things that people are starting to finally get through in their thinking process that if they're talking a long time on this, we better start taking care of things. And the more and more people that start to do this, it's going to build stronger networks. People will start networking together, teaching each other how to, to plant gardens, how to keep things alive, how to deal with their chickens. You know, all of these things have their own unique challenges. Just to plant a garden, you'd be amazed how many insects just somehow know to show up. All kinds of insects, good and bad ones. And you've got to know the difference, you know. There's some good ones that you don't want to kill them, even though they might be a spider or something that looks really strange to you. They could actually be very beneficial. And some of the ones that maybe look kind of pretty to look at might be the ones that you need to be aware of because they're not going to be friendly to your garden. So same with chickens. You know, there's certain ailments that chickens get. One thing is called bumblefoot. Didn't know about bumblefoot until I started studying chickens, and that's where they'll get a bulbous... Uh, thing on their feet. So you've got to keep an eye for that. Uh, they can get mites and, and lice, so you've got to maybe dust them down. you got to keep their pins clean. So you got to pay attention to them, you know. So this teaches you to be more alert. And anyone with kids, you know, you're already doing that anyway. you got to pay attention to your kids and what's going on, how to deal with things. So it's just really kind of an extension of that type of thinking. And if you don't have kids, well, this is a great way to learn how to start to be more aware like that. So it's not a bad thing, this silver lining that we're starting to see. I'm happy to see that. And that was a large uh, motivator for Tucker survival to get started in the first place, was to teach people how to do these things, you know, to provide information. So it's nice to see that people are starting to finally wake up to these facts. And it feels good to be able to help people be more self-sufficient take care of themselves and learn how to do these things. So anyway, I want to thank you for tuning in again to another episode of News from the Bunker brought to you by TuckerSurvival.com. So why don't you go to the website and check out everything that we're doing there. 
We just put up a new blog. You can check that out. And we've got some podcasts that are always come up, actually a podcast of this show as well. And we're working on a brand new show called Shop Talk. Sometimes we talk shop, sometimes we just talk. So I just shot another uh, first episode last night, so we'll be putting that one up and also make that available in a podcast version. We do have the straight podcast version of a campfire chat. So that's just kind of an open format podcast that just kind of talk about whatever, just kind of stoking around the old campfire. So a lot of the good stuff you can find on the website at tuckersurvival.com. Check it out. Leave some comments down below if you like. Any suggestions and things you'd like to hear us talk about. So again, I want to thank you for joining in. My name is Mark for Tucker Survival's News from the Bunker. And you stay safe out there, and we will see you again next time. News from the Bunker is brought to you by Tucker Survival and is produced by MBJ Media Services.